Welcome to episode 91 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most, not as good as some. How are you, birthday boy? Hey, I'm 54. I'm you know, one year older, officially 54, Grandpa Blackhawk. You know, I round up. I've been 54 since like May. I've been 54. <laughs> but officially 54 today, and this marks the second straight birthday that we've recorded a pod. Here. Here at the South Studio. The only difference is no pink Whitney at 54 like I did at 53. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm so, looking at you, Mike, yeah. and I'm thinking you might make the end of this Yes. Pod. So, uh, but yeah, uh, so far, great day. Um, what time we got as we're recording here at the South Studio? 744. 744. In about three hours, I can let the listeners know if it's officially a good or a bad birthday as the Bears are on Sunday Night Football. And I'm going to come out front honest with the, as you listen to this, the game is not even close to, well, it's close to starting, but it's not really started yet. I'm hoping for a couple of things. Nagy, who's got to be on the hot seat, does not panic, put Fields in before he's ready. I think Fields is going to be good. I want him to mature, and I'm willing as a fan to sacrifice this year for the growth of Fields. If he's ready and he's the man, right. put him in. I, you right. know, that's cool. You know, right. whatever. Right. But don't just put. You know, hey, look at what the Niners did today. With you. Well, well, we'll get to that when we talk more right, about right, football. Right, but right. Can, um, but he's going to be on the hot seat. So I'm I'm worried that like, all right, the Rams kick off, kicked out of the end zone. The Bears start the ball first and ten on the twenty five yard line. First down, end down, drop back. He rushes. He throws incomplete pass. And Nagy pulls him. He's like, oh look, this guy is falling. Get Fields in the game. The world's over. I'm hoping he doesn't run, but his job's on the line, I feel. And I honestly don't think the Bears have any chance going into Los Angeles and beating the Rams. Rams' defense is fucking money. I just don't want them to get embarrassed like the Green Bay Packers. Again, when we get to football talk, we'll talk more about that. So I'm expecting a loss. I want a good competitive game. Get Fields a couple snaps here and there, yep. but don't let Aaron Donald prison rape his ass for 45 <laughs> minutes is what I'm hoping for. Because I don't think – they're not Rams quality. I mean, yeah. I'm anticipating a better year this year, but I, you know, I haven't bought my Super Bowl tickets right. assuming right. the Bears are going to be no, there. No, no, no. So. Most of uh, – <laughs> The best pundits out there right now are saying, "Well, it's going to be a tough day for the Bears." And then the other, on the other end of the spectrum, it's like a snowball's got a better chance in hell of beating the Rams today than. And I would agree with that. And that's why I say I just hope they don't get humiliated. Like right. you know, if the finals twenty three thirteen, I'd be like, "All right, hey, they went on the road, game one, new quarterback." Right. You know, and they they've had a cut. You know, Mooney's questionable with the back injury. Yada yada yada, whatever. So. That's all. I, I'm hoping a good representation, yep. and I'm awake at the end of the game because last birthday. <laughs> well, because last birthday was Saturday. So anyway, so before we get into the nuts and bolts, but let's introduce our first tasting, which is, I think, third pod in a row. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give or take, third pod in a row. Another tasting donated by one. Avid listener, Mr. Jason Moeller. Thank you very much, Jason. Thank you, Jason. We have Thunderhop from the Church Brew Works. 
But on the can, it says Lawrenceville Brewery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So maybe the church brew works is in Lawrenceville Brewery. So Yeah, we can go to www.churchbrew.com and we can find out. All right. Yeah, so I'm guessing church brew is in Lawrenceville, not Kentucky, Pennsylvania. That's a safe assumption. So a uh, couple 65, 6.5%, 65 IBUs. So without further ado, let's kick off. Episode 91. Should be an easy pour because we got a 12 ounce can into a pint glass. Another professional pour. Very much so by both of us. Cheers. Got it in my Taquamanon Falls Ooh. Brewery glass. I haven't had that one in a while. I'm going to Good Life from Bend, Oregon. Nice fruity notes, mm-hmm. but yet the IPA pininess to it. This is on the notes, this could be classic. Oh, yes. Not as fruity as I thought it was going to be. I I like or the mi- I, I like the mix. I like the mix. Let's see how it, let's see how it finishes after twelve ounces, because there's just enough of the IPA taste to battle the fruits. But the fruits, it's kind of like, um, well, I'll give I'll give uh, that yeah, comparison yeah. At, at my review, but. All right, going to start it off here. We'll uh, put out our platforms later in the program. I, I feel this is more important. This is actually almost a high and low episode to one Grandpa Blackhawk, who, if not the most loyal listener, clearly a top three loyal listener. The good news is, get that out of the way first, um, first ever Flight football, anything else, Facebook content, which actually generated a whole lot fucking more activity than I thought. Yep. Um, Blackhawk Larry won the $50 gift card, and I will put a picture of that out on our Facebook page because Liz purchased it to uh, the new Texas Roadhouse. Well, I suppose you could take it to Mount Pleasant if you want, but there's one right there on Titablasi, open September 5th or 6th or whatever. And um, Brian... You know, another listener, he said, ah, it's fixed, it's fixed. And I, I responded on the Facebook page. It's like, well, it's good to think, it's good to know that you, you think Dave and I have the pull to fucking fix an <laughs> NFL game. But uh, I think what happened was Bla- uh, Grandpa Blackhawk prices right at my good buddy Rick Sampson because Rick was yeah, the highest I, with Tampa Bay at 52, and Larry came in late with Tampa at 53, and he prices right at him. So congrats, Larry. I'll get you that $50 gift card. Uh Maybe you can use it when you, Dana, Liz, and myself go out. Now, the bad news. Yeah. Friday morning, Grandpa Blackhawk suffered a loss in his family. Condolences here from flight to football and anything else. Uh, His older brother, not oldest, but older brother, Bobby, passed away at a way, 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 way too young age of 57. Agreed. Um, It's easy to say when people are have passed away and 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 I know uh the, the entire Shaw family listens to the pod wink wink but uh no offense Ronnie Tommy Jerry Bobby was always my favorite brother of Larry and um just you know like almost to like eulogize it here on, on the show he was he was the type of guy he's a big guy he's not as big as Ronnie or Tommy but he's a big guy, and he always had that look on his face, like a skull on his face, where you you would look at him and like, 
I don't want to fucking cross this guy because he's fucking going to kill me. He looks like one mean motherfucker. Right. But you get to know him. Right. And it's totally different. Gotcha. And, you know, I'm almost like, you know, fuck, I had practically lived at the Schaff household starting, I don't know, what was it, Blackhawk, 10th grade, 11th grade, you know, Larry and I, you know, we'd, we'd go out and do this, that, or the other thing. I'd stay the night at his house. We'd get up. We'd go to McDonald's, grab five for five sausage muffins at McDonald's, then go to school. I mean, I was that much part of the family, and it was it was always funny to watch. And Bobby had the type, it was like, he was, it was a dry, witty sense of humor. It was almost borderline on the macabre. And that's what I liked about it. Like, he would just say, it's kind of like I, shit I say on the pod, where it's like, okay, well, that's kind of funny, but yet almost a little bit, Scary. It's like yeah. It's like oh, what you, yeah, exactly. And, and that's the way Bobby was. And I always remember. I mean, not recently. Obviously, we're in our fifties. But you know, when we were when we were growing up, like Larry would like just rag Bobby. Oh, Bob, come on, Bob, come on. You know, and he just rag him. And all of a sudden, like when Bobby got pissed, you know, he would like rag doll Larry. Yes, imagine. I would imagine. I don't have a brother, but I would imagine what brothers do. And um, you know, and you know, Larry would be like, ah, oh, you know. And, 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 and he would like always punch him, and then Larry would be like crying like a little bitch and everything. But um, and then the other memory was like there was this one game. It was almost like a Tempest game. Uh, Grandpa Blackhawks, Mother Maryland got a game. It was probably I don't know what is that two feet, Dave? Yeah, foot and a half. Foot and a half, and it was like almost like a mini Tempest game and it was an arcade game. Yeah. And Bobby loved to play it, and you know I loved to play it, and you know Larry loved to play it. We were all playing it, and you know how you get when you get. I wasn't mad, but you know how you get with you know, like you, ah, ah, and yeah. and then it somehow I actually accidentally broke it. I, I I was mad, but not mad. But anyway, I broke it. Right. And I'm thinking to myself because oh, we were probably Larry and I were probably tenth grade at the time, and then I'm like, oh fuck, I just broke Bobby's favorite game. Fuck, he's gonna kill me. It's like oh fuck, it is oh man. Anyway, so we told Bobby what happened. And I, I think we told him at a time where he had just partook in an activity that back when we were in tenth grade was illegal, but now is gotcha. It's commonplace yeah. now, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, whatever, no big deal." And I'm like, "Whoo!" <laughs> I thought this guy was gonna fucking kill me because I broke his favorite uh, home arcade game. But uh, so yeah. Anyway, condolences to uh, Grandpa Blackhawk and his family, and and uh, the listeners know my take on death. You know, if, if Blackhawk. Um, if Bobby was 97 years old, we wouldn't even have done five minutes of this podcast right now because I would have been like, well, fuck, the guy was 97. <laughs> What'd you expect? <laughs> but he was 57, yeah. way too fucking young. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bob. Rest in and peace. condolences to uh, Grandpa Blackhawk and his family. So, all right. Anyway, on to other things. What do you got for me, Dave? What happened in your week? This, that, or the other. What'd you watch? Well, What'd you do? Okay, well, I, I, I watched my two regular shows. Um, Ted Lasso and, and C. Both on Apple+. Plus. But um, the rest of the week was taken up by that three inches of rain we got in two hours on Tuesday. Yep. So I won't go in. That's part of my fuck you. All right. So I won't go into that in too much detail. But, you know, when you get three inches of rain in two hours... You know, and if, if there's a if there's a hole into your house, if there's a way for water to get into your house, it's gonna get in. That's twice me in a porn video. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, both shows were good. They're on target. Uh, kept me engaged. Storyline is great. Um, Jason Moma and, and uh, Dave Batista killed about a thousand people. And um, I still didn't get. God dang it! Like I said, I, I've had a lot of time taken up with projects and stuff this week. I, I was gonna research her name, the one that's playing the queen of the pie and whatever. The, she's playing the queen. She's. I, I wanted to get her name and do some background into some other roles that she's playing played. If she's played, if she's been typecast as, you know. Oh, okay. yeah. And, um, Moma, is that right? Cause, yeah, Jason Moma. Okay, because actually that. Speaking of being the uh, Grandpa Blackhawk episode, he said apparently you, you were struggling with that name. And I'm like, I don't even know who the guy is. So I don't know how it's pronounced. I don't even know who he's talking about. Yeah. So. Moma. Anyway. All right. Um, now, you have to tell me as an Apple Plus guy. Right. This is Josh Wendy's favorite part because Josh always envisions. Thanks, to, by the way, Josh, for the uh, six-pack of Double Two-Hearted for my birthday. And, hey, thanks to uh, Dave and Shelly Dawson for the six-pack of Two-Hearted. So I've got 12 beers of Two-Hearted and Double Josh Two-Hearted. Josh had to one-up me with he, the double? Well, yeah, he doubled oh. you. So um, anyway, uh, the morning show starring Jennifer Aniston and others, but it doesn't matter who else is in the show if Jennifer <laughs> Aniston's in it. Right. And I, I'm thinking this a motion picture. I'm like, all right, this is one I'll go to the theater to see. But series streaming on Apple Plus. So when that comes out and you see it, at least watch an episode or two and let, let you know. me know. And then all if right. it's good, then I might have to fucking break down and add another fucking app to my TV bill. Mike, you won't believe it. In the first, <laughs> yeah, in the first episode. Splay that spread eagle. Hmm. Oh, special shout out to the uh, third and fourth grade Swan Valley Purple. First game, 12-0, 12-0 winner. Pitch a shutout. Good job, coach. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Hey, it, it, it's not easy. It's all about, you know, it's all about the kids having fun. But yet I yeah. still fucking keep score. <laughs> so, you know, like, I'm looking at the clock. All right, yeah, we can get him in the game. <laughs> How about how about you? I mean, what? Uh, oh, well, billions, billions, fucking hit the ground running. I won't be able to see episode two because, oh, but you know, yeah. By the way, how does your wife celebrate your birthday? Fucking leaves town. Yeah, <laughs> story of my life. So I won't be able to watch episode two till like Wednesday night. Oh, I got. You. In fairness to my loving wife, we spent the day together. She has to be in Sterling Heights tomorrow by seven. I'm doing the podcast here. We'll come home shit face drunk. What does she want to deal with that for? So she's like, well, I'll just drive down and get a hotel room. And then that way she can sleep till six. Sure. And be, still be there by seven. So, right. right. Oh, no, it is my birthday. She left me on my birthday. So, <laughs> well, if, you're, can, if your I last can. birthday was any indication, <laughs> yeah. you almost didn't come home. So, touche, touche. Uh, and, uh, American Horror Story, uh, another doozy. It's just, I, I mean, I don't know what it is about those. The, the, they are, I mean, I know The Rock and George Clooney and Ryan Reynolds and all those people are the high dollar people in Hollywood. But I tell you, fucking give American Horror Story one to now. There's a, there's a couple clunkers in there. I mean, it's fucking it's a 10 year 10, 11 year run, but right. there's a couple, but I tell you what, 
by and large, most of the main characters are in all of them, and they rival the yeah, superstars. Pretty. I mean, it's fucking amazing. They're brilliant. I mean, and, and again, I, I guess I have a man crush on Evan Peters. Evan Peters <laughs> is my man. He's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. He does nothing else. So he's an American horror star. You got a he, romance going with that he guy. He must huh? be Ryan Murphy's love child or something <laughs> because he does nothing else other than American horror story, to my knowledge. Right. But yeah, so those are the only two. And then, yeah, and then we, we backtracked. We're through like episode six of uh, Freak Show, which again, I liked them better the second time around. All these American horses that Liz and I have been we we watching, rewatching, I liked. It's like, oh, this is fucking good. But yeah, so other than that, and then uh, yeah, show wise, that, that's it. American Horror Story, Billions, Billions, episode two. I say episode two. It's like episode nine of season five, but. Really, episode two since they've come back. Gotcha. And they're all gunning at Bobby Axelrod. And it's just, <laughs> and that's what, it's so weird what sports and television will do to you if you get engaged in it. Because I'm almost nervous watching Billions because it's like, you better not fucking, because I'm nervous that, because it would almost seem that Wags has to turn on Bobby at some point in the series, right? I, and if it does, if it does, really, oh, that to date it hasn't been hidden on. I'm just worried that it does. Because if it does, I may play in traffic because I won't be able to take Wags and Axelrod not being a, a team. Because you can already see it with um, the psychiatrist. Her and yeah, uh, her and they are together, plotting their little conglomerate or whatever it is. Now, is this in season five? Yes. Well, you better stop okay. talking. Cause... Yeah, but yeah, it, well, it's only one episode. But but I, I know and Paul Giamatti's two. lost another like 600 pounds for the, from where oh, season really? five ended to where it picked up after COVID. Paul Giamatti's like well, he's nine been, pounds. He's been to the dominatrix like every other yeah. day. So you so, got to imagine he's, yeah, he's burning I mean, some calories. And, you know, you know, I know we have to pay Chuck every time we mention his name, but... um. He, he re, you know, Nick Witzke is on the Billions bandwagon, who, who's, by the way, leaving. He won't be a uh, co-worker of ours for much longer. He put in his two weeks, got another job. Good luck to you, Nick. But bottom line is, hope you keep listening. And But Chuck refuses to watch Billions because Chuck, uh, Nick and I rave about it so much, so he refuses <laughs> to watch it. I think it's very immature, and Chuck, you're going to have to watch it. It's a quality series. I, uh, I agree. I agree. Exactly um, what you're talking about as far as getting engaged in it, and you know, you just you, all of a sudden you have a thought in the middle no. of the day that completely takes you off focus of whatever you're doing. So, I mean, that's the that's the mark of a good show. Exactly. Just like people, like you know, in the middle of their work day or whatever they're going through right now, they'll just like something from flights football and anything else will pop into their head. Oh like, yeah, <gasps> that happens probably. I mean, we almost probably could be sued over that the amount of time that that happens. <laughs> Are we going to rate this? I think we should. All right. All right. You're first. Yep. Enough fruity notes to mix with a good traditional IPA. Do I dare use the L word on this one? Let me have one more poll. Can't use the L word, but I am going to go 388 
because it's this very, very, very solid fucking selection with everything notes. And you showed me what you already written down, so you and I are right on the same page. Yep, 390. I would just yeah. be repeating what you said. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, not just your straight IPA. There's a hint of fruit. Yeah. To, but like you said on the initial drink, okay, I don't really taste it. The more I drank it, the fruit kind of went away, but the IPA taste... Comes right out. Comes right out, and it was... Yeah, very solid. So thank you very much, uh, Jason, for Thunderhop. And our fine friends at Untapped, the Church Brew Works. Oh, wow. 17.9 thousand check-ins. So, I mean, a lot of people have sampled this beer. Surprisingly light enough, we liked it a little more than they did. But, I mean, they still came in a respectable 3.64. But. Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, very, well, I, mean, I think we're just have a more sophisticated beer palette than those 17,000 fans. Totally agree. All right, David. Second tasting coming up. That was my David Lee Roth, by the way. Um, we got a, our rhymes on aphrodisiac. That's my Run DMC. I, I just went David Lee Raw and Run, Run DMC. DMC in like, what was it, four seconds? Something like oh, that. Oh, fucking versatility, baby. Anyway, Aphrodisiac from Crank's Brewing in Big Rapids, Michigan. What, you know, yeah. what, you picked these up when we dropped the boys off For, at, school. at school at Ferris yep. State. Yep. Okay. So what we have here is a um, 10 percenter, 41 IBUs. It is a chocolate pomegranate imperial stout. Enhance your romance this Valentine's season. Well, yeah, we're a little past that, but hey, we'll ad lib. Obviously, with, it came out in February. You know, with the seductive flavors of chocolate and pomegranate, we combine three of the most intoxicating aphrodisiacs on the planet chocolate, pomegranate, and alcohol as the Rams just score on a long, long fucking touchdown, Stafford to Jefferson. To create this lustful brew, you'll taste the passion that makes us love at first sip. So, without further ado. And as we pour this, I will officially start my fire fucking Matt Nagy campaign rate fucking now. Fucking seven nothing before you could even get your dick hard. Fucking joke. Here we go. Oh, it's a nice dark. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. IPA has slowly switched over. Smell that. Oh, yeah. Yep. (laughs) The chocolate. Don't hit the... Maybe the pomegranates could be on the taste. Yeah. A lot of chocolate. Yeah. I don't eat enough pomegranate to know really what it tastes like. It's a fruit. Obviously, yeah. but and there's there's this hint, hint of fruit, yep. but it's chocolate. All right, so you know we may have, well, not we may have, Dave. Yeah, we actually had missed it. Missed. I don't. I don't think we missed it last week. What I, mean, did we miss? I, I don't think we had any grievances. Oh, we quibbles, did. Quibbles. No, 
gruffs. I don't think we did. Anger, angers. I have a I, feeling we're going to make up yeah, for it this week. Yeah, we will. <laughs> I'm going to start out with a fuck you that would have, could have been, and then I'll resend it. We, uh, the, the fantasy league I run, we, you know, it, it's been going on. Well, fuck, my dad was in the league, and my dad's been dead since 97, so 24 years. He was in it for two years. That's 26 years, and we had the league a couple of years. I mean, this fantasy league has been going on for like 28 years. Right. We've used eboard for every bit of twenty years, and actually, eboard is actually was a, is a site for teachers. Right. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you yeah. explaining this in an earlier pod. So, it's thirty nine dollars a year, very reasonable. I go on every year as the commissioner and renew it. Everybody pulls Good their computer lineup. Computer sounds by Thank the way. You. Yeah. Everybody pulls their lineup. This, that, and the other thing, and I'm uh, yeah, it, it works well for us. So. Friday night slash Saturday morning, one of my the the league owners said, "Hey, I think eboard's out," and I'm like, "Yeah, I haven't renewed it yet. I'll renew that today." So all day Saturday and most of the day today, I'm renewing. You know, I put the credit card information in. I use my phone. I use my iPad, and it says your transaction was approved, but renewal denied. Contact service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, motherfucker, I mean, this, this is for fantasy football. You guys got to be able to post their line. I mean, you know, there's money involved. I mean, not enough to retire. Not right. At the end of the year, there's money involved. So I just send an email. To, you know, so I call the number. Naturally, I, you know, I mean, it, it's a school-based website. I mean, so their, their office hours are Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. So I'm like, all right. right. That doesn't A bunch of that. educators. Right. And so I, I so like, what the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to contact support. Maybe somebody's mad in the email. I doubt it, but, you know, so we're going to have to have some growing pain. So I sent out a bunch of emails to all the people in the league, say, hey, this is what we're going to have to do, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I sent out an email Saturday night. Today I get up, somebody from the email, somebody from eBoard responded, hey, um, yes, we've had technical difficulties with renewals via, via credit card. What is the name of your e-board? Please reply. I replied with T-K-O-L-E-A-R-Y. T-K-O-L-E-A-R-Y. And hour later, they said, your e-board has been renewed and you are giving a free one-year membership through August 2022 for your inconvenience. And, I, and I'm like, all right, well... Good news is, they save $39 and eboards are acting up, up and running. Bad news is, well, I just lost my fuck you for the week because <laughs> they took care of me. <laughs> how, how do I fuck you eboard when they took care of me? Well, it still could be a half a fuck you because are you going it, to? it's up until August 2022, right? Right. They don't probably have too many fantasy people, but you're not going to be able to use it for the fall of 22. I renew it every year. No, I understand that. But they said they're going to give you a, an additional year, right? Well, it's September 2021 to right. August 2022 is essentially a year. And then when are they going to give you... They said they're going to give you a free year? That No, what am it's I starting now. 
Oh, it's starting now till August 2022. Gotcha. Okay, I just I don't know why I missed that part. I thought they were just going to renew it for this year and then give you. All right, got it. Never mind. Yeah, this year is through August. Yeah, 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 So yeah, yeah. anyway, no fuck you to eboard, especially that's a Attaboy. thank you to eboard. But anyway, my fuck you. It has to go without saying. You know. Long, this season, even longer than most in fantasy football. I'm just football. laughing because I know where this is going. Be, you know, most games, 16 games, 17-week season because you have the bye week. Well, this week it's 17 weeks. You still have the bye week, but it's seven. So it's 18 weeks, 17 games. Right. And in my fantasy, aforementioned site that I track these points on, first-round pick, I, take, I, I select seventh, take Devontae Adams. Come back in the second round, Aaron Rodgers. I was like, well, geez, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams was like a gazillion touchdowns last year. So I'd be a fool not to take Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, all right, I kind of I kind of like that fucking matchup uh, this week at New Orleans. But it wasn't at New Orleans. It was at Jacksonville because of Hurricane Ida. Right. And Rodgers and Adams were absolute dog shit. Absolute horrible. It's like, hey, Aaron, you know, you, you want to tell the fucking management how to run their business? And you want to get on the Pat McAfee show and sip your fucking drink? Because you're cute, cool as a cucumber. I'll give them that. There ain't no fucking disputing Aaron Rodgers is one cool cat. He ain't as fucking cool as Tom Brady, but we'll get to that in Mike's five minutes around the sports world. But anyway, you've, uh, you fucking run your mouth. You got to back it up. Right. And oh, you, yeah. you got you fucking got dropped by Jameis. Jameis fucking Winston threw five fucking touchdown passes <laughs> while throwing for 180 yards. And it's like you got fucking dropped by that. It's like, so fuck you to Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams for dick teasing me into thinking last year was a great fucking thing. And after one week, you fucking bent me over the table, no lube, boom, sandpaper finish, and punished me. And now we, I'm fucking playing catch up in my fucking fantasy league. Thanks to you, fucking knuckleheads. Yeah. God damn Amen. it! Where's the Tylenol? Exactly. <laughs> All right, my turn. So, um, you know, unfortunately in life, a lot of times you got to learn lessons by going through an experience, right? You got to have some shit happen to you, and you, and you learn. Oh well, yeah, some how lessons. else will you learn if you if you don't go through the experience? Well, some yeah. people could could tell you ahead of time or give you a heads up and maybe you could avoid the the bad thing from happening altogether but yet learn right you know how it was gonna happen and try to avoid those situations in the future all right so home buying so you know i won't go into the story about i had some druthers about this house but uh some of those came to reality when we started doing some landscaping around the house I'm on the back corner of the house. Uh, we're we're going to put in some, some rocks and some edging and stuff like that. Boom. I hit something. What I no, Maybe it's a big rock. And so I start with a shovel and I hit. Nope. And it's, it's, this, is ra- this is really big. I don't know what the fuck. The- so I start taking the sod and the dirt away. And it's an egress window filled with concrete. Right? Right. So this egress window is on the corner of the house, and lo and behold, I look up, and there's a downspout coming off of the gutters, two stories up. And I'm thinking, son of a bitch. Anyway, 
good good thing is, you know, no real issues. Um, minus one in six years, I think six or six or seven years we've been here. Well, we got three inches of rain in two hours on Tuesday, right? Right. That usually doesn't bode well. Like I said before at the beginning of the show, you know, if you get three inches of rain like that uh, in a very short period of time, if there's a way for water to get into your house, it's going to get into your house. Well, it found a way. Um, so whatever, however they had sealed that up or whatever was had been done failed miserably. I mean, I had I had a nice little waterfall effect coming into the basement. Um, now I knew the egress window was there from the outside, but I they had built a wall over it on the inside. That's how I didn't know it was really there uh, when you're inspecting the house, etc. So, of course, I'm taking out drywall and, and doing that business. I'm sure a lot of you have done the same thing maybe in a house or had somebody, you know, tell you a, a stupid-ass story like I'm telling you right now. But So I take out the drywall, sure as shit. The window is there. It's broke. Uh, the concrete they had put in there, they had only gone up to the foundation, not past it. Right. And so I spent all day yesterday taking out the frame of the egress window, taking out all the shit that was inside of it. Found a nice little mouse house, by the way. I think they were, uh, I think they had been killed when somebody put, uh, tried to fill that space of previous owner or something. The house was built in 76. Maybe they were trying to kill the mouse. Maybe. I don't know. But there was a bunch of great stuff in there that somebody had, had put in there. Anyway, point being, so I spend all day Saturday, I do it right, um, I fill that space, and then I went and filled the void between the concrete they had put in and, and the, 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 the board um, and the, the stuff that I had put up there. And so I, I went in to fill it completely, um, used a bit of hydraulic cement for those of you. Hydraulic cement's really nasty stuff to work with, but it, it, it's waterproof. It's almost like epoxy cement. And lo and behold, the downspout issue, now I'm finding out it was clogged at the time. That's why I had the issue, right? Everybody's right. had the clogged downspout and had issues with that. I went up there on Wednesday afternoon, cleaned it out. But now, lo and behold, I find out the, the gutter run along the edge of the house is too long for the size of the downspout. That So whoever put this stuff up there, whoever tried to fix this stuff was a moron. I mean... Or they just patched it up just enough to get them through to selling it to the next person. I know this house has changed hands quite a bit in the last 15 to 20 years. So my fuck you is to whoever, A, designed the house to put an egress window right underneath the downspout. That was fucking dumb to begin with. B, whoever tried to fix it the way they fixed it was a moron. Amen. Should we get to the bottom and send a lunch squad out after him? <laughs> We got to find out who that person is. Nah, I don't know if we're gonna find out. Some of was those it, was it the Waitmans? I don't know. I have no idea. They were here the longest, I think. I think so. Not sure. I like the Waitmans though. So yeah, I don't. But they're. I don't. But, I don't. But their. But their specialty is burying the dead. <laughs> so what other? I mean, they so, that, so they tried to bury this problem. Yep. It's like just put concrete over it. It'll work. <laughs> Yeah, there were there were three or four other people that that could have been that could have done this as well. But um, based on the rain, now I, you know I had to um, full disclosure to the listeners. So between the first segment and this segment, um, I don't know if you heard in the background at the end of segment one. Yeah, but I the rain. I know you did, but I don't know if the listeners heard it. The rain was hitting the egress window cover 
and the board I had put out there to try to push any rain we were going to get today away while all the caulk and the cement and everything else was setting up. I went out there and it was freaking Lake Dawson. And so um, I got on the raincoat and I got on the boots and I went out there and dug a deep hole, put in a mesh basket, put my pump, my submersible pump out there and uh, just started pumping water out as fast as I could. So the storm has passed for now, but I still got, I still have an issue with my, I have a feeling tomorrow's supposed to be nice. I'm going to, I've got a feeling I'm going to be up two stories on a ladder cutting a bigger hole in my gutter. All right, then. And for those of you that don't like DIY or house stuff or were completely bored with that, kiss my ass. And there, ladies and gentlemen, is without question the longest fuck you <laughs> in the history of flights, football, and anything else. As Matt Gay attempts a field goal to put the Brands up 10 to nothing. But, all right. I asked As you if you were going to be okay watching, yeah, I'm watching during the I'm pod. okay, okay watching the game, All and right. Matt Gage just drilled a 53-yarder, yard, puts it up, 10, 10 Rams, 10 Bears, nothing. I The Bears are going to lose this game, Dave. Right, I okay. just don't want them to be humiliated. Right. I don't want to see come drizzle out of Matt Nagy's ass on national television. I really don't, because Sean Payton is going to pump him. Full of, full of, you know, he's going to turn him into a cum guzzler here on national television. I don't think anybody wants to see that. Yeah, well, it depends what you're into, Dave. (laughs) And yeah, and and so this, I I think as uh, pod partners, we ought to discuss, barring any objections from our wives, we may have to go back to the Saturday night recording because I am too... It's very fucking bizarre. Because, like, if any of my third grade, fourth grade football parents listen to this podcast, I'm sure they all do. Who doesn't listen to this podcast, right, Dave? Exactly. I was wondering where you're going um, You know, and they watch, they watch me watch a bear game, and they're like, this fucking guy is coaching my kid. Is this is really what we... It's Jekyll and Hyde, man. I'm Jekyll and Hyde. Right. I'm coaching your kid. But hey, this is the fucking Bears. This is the NFL. <laughs> and, you know... It's and, different. And, and, yeah, it's different. Matt Nagy, you know, fuck you, Matt Nagy. I fire his ass right fucking now. That's what the, the Bears should make a statement. Somebody should walk into the middle of the field. Andy Dalton steps under center. The fucking GM of the Bears walks, Ryan Pace, I think, and walks in the middle of the field and says, Matt Nagy's fucking fired. And then I don't, don't know, let the door I, hit I, you. I don't know what Chris Collins was doing. He's like, oh, look at Matt. Chris Collins was the problem. Oh, look at Matt Nagy. What a class guy. I remember it because Chris Collins was sucks. But anyway, off on a tangent. Reel it in, Mike. Reel it in. We're doing a professional podcast. Oh. All right. So, yeah, we're good. So, all right. The fuck yous are out of the way. Uh, what else you got, Dave? What, what do you want to talk about? Because I'm not quite ready to rate this because this aphrodisiac is got me thinking. I don't know what I want to rate it yet. So, what, what are we talking? What are we talking, brother? Oh, oh just, college, let's go college football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've got up next. So, wow, college football. How about shaking some stuff up, right? Yes. So, uh, what do you want to start with? Do you want the almost upsets or the upsets? Almost doesn't count. So let's start with the upsets. <laughs> All right. So you got 
Arkansas beating number 15 Texas 40 to 21. It's not an upset. They raped them. Huh? They raped them. I mean, you when when you're a ranked team and lose that bad, Oh, that, oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. it's worse I than mean, an upset. Yeah, yeah, it was worse than an upset. Oh, well, that, wait that, till you get to a yeah. couple of these, right? So well, BYU beat number 21 Utah. U- Utah was overrated anyway, but all right, 26-17. Closer game. Now here's the one everybody, I don't know, unless you're a Buckeye, everybody loved this one. Number 12 Oregon beat OSU number 3, 35-28. All right. Two things. I'm going to back my man at the Fishman 8 because he's actually probably, he's a listener. I don't know if he listens every week, but. Right. And he's swearing at you. Like, he's probably saying, ah, fuck you, Dave. You don't know shit about sports. Fuck you. I hate your guts. Which is fine. You I just, just read, read a, I read a story. It, but I'm just telling you how what he's saying. Yeah, okay. But Oregon was what? 12. See, now. 12-3 is not really a huge upset. I mean, it was at Ohio yeah. State. I get it. Yeah. It is an upset. Right. But that is just two great teams. And I'm, all, going, I'm, going, the... I'm going on record. My 54th birthday at Fishman 8. I hope I'm not jinxing you, buddy. But for all the Michiganders who are got a little... Uh, Jizz running down their leg in the excitement of the two and zero start you got for a Jimmy. Big thing about that, yeah, yeah, Jimmy Harbaugh's uh, Michigan football team. I'm going to tell everybody right now on that X Saturday. Is it the first, second, or third Saturday of November that Michigan? November, oh yeah, I don't know. Second. All right, let's go with second. First, second, or third Saturday of every November. Where Michigan Ohio State play, I am telling all our listeners, Big Dog, that's you. You've went to last two um, Michigan games. Big Dog, by the way, is our cohorts at Spillin' Nachos, who oh, just yeah. released their thirteenth title, uh, remembering nine eleven. I hope it's not a somber effort because I listen to podcasts for release from the somber, but the title of their third right. Or 14th, 13th or 14th, whatever it is. But spilling yeah, the nachos, spilling the nachos, give them a listen. Jeff Laporte listens to both of us. Jeff Laporte's an active participant. Glad we could welcome aboard, Jeff. Um, I'm telling everybody right now, Ohio State, whatever the line against Michigan, take it, lay it, whatever. Ohio State will continue to dominate the University of Michigan. You heard it here first, September 12th. Night 19, Jesus Christ, I'm old. September 1st, 2021. Two months in advance, I'm telling you, I don't care if the whole Ohio State team quits. Take Ohio State and the points or give the points. Ohio State beats Michigan for the 77th year in a row. Okay. Uh, Moving on. Now, this one is not an upset. Not an upset. Okay, but I'm just curious about how Iowa State University got ranked number nine. Iowa beat them by ten. Yeah, that was, that was strange because I actually, in my pick the winners thing, I actually took Iowa plus four and a half points. I, yeah. I don't know why Iowa State was ranked. I don't know yeah. who saw what, where, when, how. But yeah, that was in the business they call that an LMM. <laughs> LMM. Line maker mistake. Oh, there you go. So in uh, this next one, I'm hoping you go on your Pac-12 rant. Stanford 
unranked Stanford beat number 14 USC 42 to 28 smackdown yeah and it's one of the it's like all right now is USC one of the teams that remained in the pack yeah because who well the who big vacated? 12 the big tw- you're talking about did the, Pac, the did the Pac-12 lose any teams? No. Or did, are uh, oh, they trying the, to did get, the Pac-12 lose any to the Big 12? Not the Big 12, the the SEC, ACC, Big Ten conglomerate. Right. Because the SEC no. sucked a lot of teams, and then the ACC and the Big Ten got together with the Pac-10. So is the USC still in that conglomerate? And if they are, they should fucking be kicked out to get beat that bad. As a, in another fourth down situation, the Bears go for it and do not make it. Focus, Mike. If, focus. If, I'm focusing. If Matt Nagy's not fired by the time you listen to this podcast, he must have pictures of uh, the Good owner GM. of the Bears with a goat. And she's a 90 year old woman. So that will, will get huge, huge bucks. Uh, McCaskey, yeah, Virginia McCaskey. She must be with a goat front and center. Kaboom! Barnyard fun! And I'm Matt Nagy and I'm staying for years because he's a fucking joke. Unbelievable. Yeah, nice haircut, Dalton, you fuck. Anyway, but anyway, I'm back on. I'm back on track. I didn't want to be embarrassed. Currently, we're being embarrassed. But hey, it's only the first let, quarter. Let it's only, it's want, only the let first me know quarter. Let me know when you want me to hit the power button. It's only the first quarter. All right. We're good. All right, there's still another hope. 15 yard gain by the Rams. Bears are Bears are getting fucking prison rate, probably like Charles Manson used to. But hey, it's all good. Yeah, dumb look on your face, okay. Matt Nagy. Figure something else out. Anyway, all right. focus. so let's get back to college football. All right, uh, this clearly is college football. <laughs> so your Hurricanes. They did, they they did barely squeak it out. Didn't cover though, and I had Appalachian State in the points. <clears throat> that was expected, and they're overrated, and they're shit. But the cat did get saved. Who's the cat? You know what I'm talking no, about? No. Okay, so there was a viral uh, video on Twitter. So from the second uh, from the second balcony. All of a sudden, you hear people screaming, yelling, and I'm watching this video going, what, save a cat? What the hell is going on? And then, for somehow, a cat got into the stadium, and during this game, this cat decided to make its way off of the second balcony. It's dangling there, and below, I don't know what they use, somebody's shirt or uh, some kind of a, a, a Miami towel or something like that, but the cat falls from the second balcony... No idea why this cat jumps from a second balcony in a in a football stadium. And they catch it in the towel. And the guy holds it up like a trophy. Like he won something. I think the cat scratched the shit out of him, but Personally I, I think that fall. was probably the best part of the game. Personally, I would have let the cat fall. I hate cats. <laughs> if you're gonna fucking jump like that. Like we talked last week, and it's got nine lives, right? And yeah, like we talked last week. If you if you if you scale like skyscrapers and die, well, hey, what'd you expect, really? <laughs> I mean, you know, you're on the ninety seventh floor climbing a building. What did, what did you expect? What's going to happen? Um, the other, uh, what about the Florida State game? Now yeah, that's, Florida State lost to Jacksonville. Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State. Fifty nine yarder at the buzzer, basically. <laughs> In one-on-one coverage. I mean, uh, hey, 
Hey, we're up three. Let's hey, fuck it. Let's go man to man. Somebody should be fired in that situation. That's a that's a that's a bad look, especially after the week after you took Notre Dame to the finish, almost beat them, and then the very next week you get beat that way. People have to be fired. Again, yeah. if, this, if this third, fourth grade football, hey, whatever it happened, yeah. you, you are they're learning. You can't be you can't be well. I guess you could could be fired from third grade fourth. But it's like, hey, well, fucking fire me. I'm yeah, not Mike. I know you're volunteering, but uh, right, you gotta go. So, and it's like, I mean, that's probably the worst beat of the week. But it's the biggest like, question is, you know, and I didn't see the Notre Dame FSU game. But what does that say about Notre Dame if this team gets beat by Jacksonville State? And even if they didn't, let's say FSU wins. Let's say they tackle this guy and they end up winning. But it's a good, tight, close game. What does it, that still it, say about Notre Dame? It tells you Notre Dame is resting on their laurels of being Notre Dame because actually Toledo was ahead of Notre Dame most of the game right. in week two. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, it tells you that Notre Dame – I'm not going to say they're overrated. I mean, they're 2-0. Just win, baby. Survive in advance. Al Davis, Jim Bavano. And, you know, who yeah, knows? As right. the season goes on, they may get better. Right. And, of course, our in-state schools, MSU, U of M, good games. Who See, there's Virginia McCaskey. She's masking Virginia. up. Virginia. Not, not, not wearing it correctly, yeah. though. Yeah, not, not, wearing no, not wearing it over the nose. She's like, I hope those pictures of me and the goat don't get out. Because <laughs> I'd really like to fire Matt Nagy. <laughs> um, so. All right. So, and, and the other thing, if you want to, those of you, uh, all our listeners out there, go and look for Zachary Kelly. Did you see that high school kid from Great Crossings High School? No. He had the uh, OBJ. Catch in the end zone, unbelievable. And, and pretty much everybody, everybody, uh, everybody, including the opposing team, had their hands on their head. Just one arm, one hand outstretched as far as he could. A toe tap right inside, barely inside the line for a touchdown. Go look for it. Right. Zachary Kelly, great, uh, great crossings high school. It was ESPN's number one highlight the other night. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that. But, yeah, I mean, interesting week college. I don't really, you know, like I said, I'm not a college guy, but some stuff jumped out at me. And, you know, for Jackson State, Jacksonville State to beat Florida State is just ludicrous, if you will. Right. I'm ready to raid a little aphrodisiac. I am as well. Uh, my turn to go. Uh, I love the chocolate. Uh, there's not any uh, bitterness to this. Hmm. Pomegranate. Not getting a lot of. There's a test of yeah, fruit taste, maybe with a fruit, little bit. I'm gonna go on this one. I've really enjoyed it quite a bit, but I'm not gonna go. Actually, this is gonna be rare for me on something like a good sweet chocolatey taste on that stout. Um, I'm not going to go as high as the Thunder Hop. I'm going to go 3.80. All right. We flipped it a little bit. I liked it a little better than the Thunder Hop, and I went straight up four. Wow. Okay, great. Liked it. I mean, you are converting. Yep. You, yeah. are, you are switching yep. over. 
And the pomegranate, That's the right, notes Mike. of pomegranate were what made it. Mm-hmm. If it would have been a lot of pomegranate, probably wouldn't have been a four. But with the notes, with the chocolate, I enjoyed it a lot. And um, so, yeah, solid four. Our fine friend, yeah. Hey, we're all in the neighborhood, but 2,700 check-ins. Our friends at Untapped came in at 3.91. So, oh. just yeah, under right me, there. just under me, just over you. Yeah. Well, Dave, yeah. let's hope Tasting 3 is the aphrodisiac that Tasting 2 actually was. <laughs> what we have here. I have no idea what that just meant. Sounded good. I mean, just <laughs> hey, just fucking roll with it, please. Yes, okay. All right, rolling. Uh, Rapture, another Jason Moore. Jason had the first and the second uh, aphrodisiac you bought when we. Jason just the- made my Christmas card list, by the way. Oh yeah, I mean, it, there's still one more tasting in the fridge. Shut up. Oh yeah, he, I mean, he went he went balls out. I mean, I mean there was like he got like two beers of. A gazillion tastings, which we love. Hey, free, a free beer is the best beer. Um, but Rapture from Helltown, 7%, 85 IBUs. So, we both like Thunderhop. Yep. A little more alcohol, a little more IBU. Let's see if the taste equals the hype. A little darker than the Thunderhop. Yes. Thus the 85 IBUs, I'm assuming. Grapefruity. But the good, good the good old-fashioned IPA oh, yeah. note on the... on the, If we had to rate this right now without tasting it, I wouldn't give it a four, but I, it would be a high rating based simply on scent. All right. Cheers. Cheers. There's your IPA. Yeah. That's solid. Yep. Again, you got to let the 12 ounces play out. Yep. Let everything... Just like I probably should do with Rodgers and Adams and fantasy football. I mean, let a 17-game season play out. I mean, without slitting my throat in week one after the two of them. (laughs) After the two of them were complete gigantic fucking turds. I probably should let it play out. Yeah, that's a good idea. No slitting of the throat. Yep. Yep. So, um. All right. All right. Yeah. You know what? Let's, uh. You got the timer ready, Dave? I do. Timer is ready. I think the five minutes is going to be easy because really other than baseball, we've covered some college football. But anyway, it's time for Mike's Twirl Around the Sports World in five minutes or less. Mike's Twirl Around the Sports World in five minutes or less. And three, two, one. Hey, my beloved Red Sox. Still (laughs) battling along for one of the wild card spots. Uh, lost to Tampa Monday, 11-10 and 10 innings. Lost to Tampa 12-7 Tuesday. Beat the Rays 2-1 Wednesday. Had an off day Thursday, mercifully. Lost to Chicago 4-3. <laughs> beat, the, beat the White Sox 9-8 and 10 innings. And lost today 2-1. So 
in a very pedestrian, unimpressive two and four record. And all I can say is that they're ravaged by COVID right now. I mean, Sale tested positive and he's got to sit out and this, that, and the other thing, and all those other fucking stupid COVID rules. And Yankees went through it earlier in the year. So it is what it is. I'm not going to use COVID as an excuse, but two and four and. They've blown more things in Maryland Chambers in their prime. I mean, it's just, it, it, is, it is what it is. I mean, in fact, I mean, Saturday when they beat the White Sox 9-8 and 10 innings, they were up 7-2, and in a blink of an eye, we're down 8-7. They were up 7-2, and in the blink of an eye, we're down 8-7. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, but, yeah, I mean, it, I guess what get everybody healthy. It's going to come down to Boston at Oakland, Oakland at Boston, Boston at New York, New York at Boston for the one-game wild card. But anyway, yeah, uh, uninspiring Monday through Sunday, two and four finish. But we had some other notables in the big leagues. Um, Max Scherzer becomes the 19th player in the big leagues with 3,000 strikeouts. And in that game... Like Chris Sale a couple weeks ago, Max Scherzer had the immaculate inning. Strike one, strike two, strike three, you're out. Strike one, strike two, strike three, you're out. Strike one, strike two, strike three, you're out. Nine pitches, nine strikes, three outs. Um, I don't think that was his three thousandths, but in that game, he did the, he performed right. that feat. Right. And then... A bunch of weird stuff in baseball. Well, one football, two baseball. Thursday night, probably the game of the week. I thought the Packers-Saints was going to be the game of the week, but the Packers tucked, tailed, ran, and were absolute dog shit. Game of the week, I think, turned out to be either Cleveland-Kansas City, which I do not know who won because Kansas City took the lead as I walked over to the Stull Studio. Browns. Browns came back and won? No, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. Kansas City won. All right. Kansas City yeah, won. so Kansas City uh, won. No, 33. No, God dang it. Yeah, 33 to 29. My bad. All right. Yeah, so I saw the winning touchdown and walked yeah. over to the South Studio. I wanted the Browns to win so, so bad, I, I kind of had it in my head. Yeah. And then um, what was the other one? Was uh, I, I think the game of the week was the one that started it off. Oh, yeah, so that, that's what I could say. I thought Green Bay New Orleans was going to be a good game, but... Rodgers and company yeah. shit themselves, and New Orleans destroyed them, and Winston had five touchdown passes and, like, nine yards passing. So, <laughs> but a, a funny note on the Thursday game, the oldest ever in NFL history head coach, starting quarterback, 68-year-old Bruce Arians yeah, and 44-year-old Tom Brady. I mean, if you think about it, that is just... That's kind of like almost mind-boggling. It's like, really? It's like 68 and 44. I'm going to get to that in a second. And then we had Pete Alonso's fastest to 100 home runs, yeah. surpassing Ryan Howard. And then um, Nelson Cruz, the oldest player to hit 30 home runs. He's like, I think Nelson Cruz turned, I, I'm 54. Nelson Cruz turned 106, I think it, I think it, it is. <laughs> But yes, but Nelson Cruz, the oldest player, hit 30 home runs. And 
And no, we have a huge, huge, huge tennis contingent out there, Dave. Yes. So I want to oh, keep yeah, them. Yeah. I want to keep them in the loop. And Medvedev beats Jokovic to stop Jokovic from his Grand Slam. From his in-season yes. Grand Slam calendar yep. Grand Slam, right? And, and Medvedev beat him. So that's too bad because it's been since 1969. I think was the last right. in-season Grand and Slam. That, and that's why. We, that's why. Uh, look at see. But I I finished. The buzzer went off, but I was done. I said, fuck it, better than that beat him. So I didn't give the listeners any time back, but I did finish in five minutes or less. You did. Kudos. That's why they call you the champ, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, um, no, I was I was dumbfounded by... Uh, I guess I wasn't too dumbfounded. I wasn't sure how that Thursday night game was going to go between Dallas and in the last pod, uh, for those of you keeping track, the three games that I was going to kind of key on were the Dallas-Tampa Bay game, Jacksonville and Houston, and the Cleveland-Kansas City. Those were kind of, I was curious how that was going to work out. So, uh, uh, our uh, God, now that I'm going to end the pre-pod, I had it all set in my head. Uh, Jacksonville coach, Urban Meyer. I want to see how he was, you know, he and his team were going to react, you know, first week NFL coach, and uh, he got uh, dropped by Houston, thirty-one twenty-one. Yeah, not not even close, bud, buddy. And um, Houston's terrible, and yet Jackson. But yet I didn't bet that game. I came up with a creative three-team teaser because I'm the get-rich quick kind of guy and i'm a loser where smart money is like how in the fuck are the jacksonville jaguars fit i'm not sure if the jacksonville jacksonville jaguars should be favored over the third fourth grade team that i fucking coach that's how fucking bad they are no offense nick i know you've never listened to it i know you've never listened to a pod nick but just in case this is the first episode you listen to i apologize my third, fourth grade team is fucking better than the Jaguars. And the Jaguars were a three fucking point road fucking favorite. Easy money. You should have fucking laid the how you more, double the mortgage, triple the mortgage, laid it all on them. But yeah. I came up with some creative three team teaser and I was one and two and lost fucking money. I'm a fucking horrible, miserable fucking gambler. <laughs> I fucking can't do shit. Now, if I tell you a game. Right. And I personally don't bet it. Take it to the bank. Right. Because I'm like a <laughs> spin golly that way. Right. But if my money's on it, run the other way and just say, oh, that fucking loser bet it. I'm going the other way. Right. But uh, I was just impressed with Dak Prescott. Everybody was curious about oh. how Dak was going to do. Um, just came up a little bit short uh, going against the GOAT. You know what I mean? And the GOAT found that, a way yep. to pull it out. And that's just... It, Excellent segue there. This baby. commercial is fantastic, by the way. Yep. I've just talked about the goat, and now they got that Brady perfume, and then that, that freaking like subway dildo. comes out of that. Oh, that like, I thought that was a fucking cock. <laughs> no, it's a sub sandwich from well, Subway. Yeah, I thought it was Ron Jeremy for a second. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm, my, my take is up on time. It's, I, I cannot explain it. Dave, it is so weird. Cowboys driving down the field. I'm texting a buddy of mine from high school, yeah, junior high, uh, Tom Tunney. I know he's listened to like 
two or three episodes. I think we curse too much for him, so he's not. A, he he won't hear this, but we we're we're texting him. I'm texting him, and he's like, "Yeah, blah, 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 whatever." And I'm like, "If Zerline makes this kick, and there's at least a minute left, you know, I I, said, I don't know if Tampa's going to win because I, I can't put my fucking faith in Ryan Suckup, but you know, fucking Brady." Is going to get them in position to win the game. Right. Sure. Zero line kick. Boom. Cowboys in the lead. Minute 20 to go. Bloop, 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 bloop. Snap. Okay. Up on its way. It's good. Tampa Bay wins. It's like, I fucking hated this guy for the majority of his career. Because number one, I hate, I'm fucking hate Michigan. I do not like Michigan. Okay. Whatever. Hey, you know, cool. Right, right, it's whatever. Right. You know, you like them, I don't, and I'm not going to fight you on that. You like Michigan, whatever. And then he gets drafted. And it's like, well, there's something wrong. Yeah, fuck him. He's a Michigan guy. Fuck him. He's a blah, blah, blah. And then year after year after year. And this fucking guy, am I wrong? Does he not get fucking? What? He's doing something. I mean, there's something <laughs> oh, being yeah. injected into this guy. I mean, he's like fucking RoboCop. He's gets. He's fucking better looking. He's fucking putting up better results, and he's fucking straight up fucking better. Yeah. Than in 2001. Year. I right. mean, it's 20 years later, the guy's fucking 44 years old. He's a fucking machine. <laughs> Is you you sit there and watch him? It's like I oh god! I mean, it's just brilliant. And I now I love the guy because I fucking hate Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick coached the Browns and fucking was fired. So everybody who wants to get on the you know the pole smoking to Bill Belichick, fuck Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick didn't win the fucking Super Bowl last year. Fucking Tom Brady did. Right. So yeah, it, I mean, that's, it, yeah, yeah, it's it's just, it, volumes. I mean. It's crazy, man. And it, the guy, he's like I say, he's better looking now. <laughs> you got a and romance he, with this guy? I too. did. I got broke. The <laughs> Evan Peters, Tom Brady. I mean, uh, the guy who plays. Uh, does Liz know this? Uh, she does. Maybe. Who cares? <laughs> but it's just like it's craziness, Dave. As we go to halftime. Th- I cannot believe it's 13-7 Rams as badly as the Bears have been outplayed. But it anyway, should it, be 30-7. It, exactly. Um, but, yeah, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. It's it's the Tom Brady slurp fest, I guess, because <laughs> he. I, I don't. How else can you explain it? The guy is know. fucking amazing. Yeah, I don't He's know. 44 fucking years old, and he's better than. Protein, Everybody. protein smoothies and massages. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. But you're, you hit the nail on the head. No idea. Hi, Dave. Where do we go from here? Now that all of the children are growing up. I don't even know what to do after that. <laughs> well, we're going. That to was right actually kind of good. That, that wasn't horrible. It, it wasn't. It was actually pretty good. But... We have to get more followers to take our fucking vocal group to the next level. <laughs> so, now, if you're not ready for a random question, I, I have something to shoot at you if you're not. Uh, I, I, I can. Okay. All right. Now, did, you're going to have to stop me if we did this one before. All right? 91 episodes in, 
I'm sure we've touched on many things. I mean, in fairness to us, I mean, that's, that's not poor planning. That's not us being stiffs. I mean, 91 episodes, you're going to touch base on shit that you've talked about. I mean, how, right. who remembers what they did 91 weeks ago? Right. Because, by the way, we have not missed a fucking episode in 91 weeks. 91 weeks, straight. Suck it! <laughs> so, um, all right. Knowing what you know now, if you had a chance to do something over again, go back in time, rewrite history, what would it be? Because right, we kind of touched on that last week, where or two weeks Did before, we? I would go with the teacher aspect of it. Oh yeah, kind of. But this is more of a. Uh, is that what, what did we specifically no. talk about careers at yes. that point? All right. But I'm trying to think, what would I do differently? Like if there was a girl that you would talk to in junior high or uh, something you wouldn't do that you did and regretted it. Um, not necessarily a career. Right. But um, just, a, just a one... Hmm. I would have been more outgoing as a younger person. And by younger person, I mean like sixth through ninth grade. Okay. Believe it or not, I actually was a little bit reserved. It was like... Kind of an introvert. Yeah. Right and the... like, oh, okay, well, yeah, oh, that person's better than me. Yeah, I'm, you know, that, I, he, yeah. Blah, 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 so you lacked a little me. confidence. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I got my swag, if you will, 10th grade. Okay. Is if that I, when you started drinking? Well, I started drinking in ninth grade. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> you know, All right. so maybe the, maybe the ninth grade drinking led to the 10th grade swag. Okay. Could have. Yeah, sure. But. Um, Don't do that at home, kids. Yeah. Make, you make sure you're 21 years of age before you start drinking. Uh, but you can die for this country at 18, but you can't drink till you're 21. Now, that's kind of a conundrum. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's what I would do. I would have been more outgoing in the, in, and not as reserved because, when, you know, I, you know I, I'll say seventh through ninth grade. Okay. Because sixth grade, I was the big man on campus at Furbringer. Oh, Furbringer okay. Elementary. Right, right. Then we went to North, and it was like, oh, God, there's a lot of other people there. Right. And for the first time in my life, different races and ethnicities, and I'm like... Right. You're no longer yeah, big man on yeah, campus. Exactly. Yeah. But I should have been. So, but yeah, that was... Well, I could have been. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, that I think that would be it. It would be like, before I transformed into the media juggernaut I became in like 10th grade. Right. I wish I would have became that media juggernaut in 7th grade instead of being the right. scared 7th grader that yeah. I'm not as cool as you cuz let's face it I was as fucking cool as anybody. <laughs> but I didn't I didn't fucking have it in me. Right. Gotcha. I would have probably I was, you know, uh, ever since I can remember, uh, my family started me playing golf. Fell in love with it right away. Did get some lessons, right? 
when I was young, young, I remember getting lessons from Tom uh, Rosley at Silver Lake Country Club. Shout out, Tom. So Silver Lake Country Club was not a country club, if you will. It was like a, it was private, all 100% private, but it was, I think at the time, we're talking like 1980, 1982, it was $500 for a family membership for the summer and then, ex, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't hoity-toity. Not like a Blythefield Country right. Club or a Kent Country Club or a Saginaw Country Club like we have here. But anyway, point being, instead of me, after those youth lessons, I was always trying to like figure it out myself. Do you know what I mean? Right. I would have asked, hey, you know, my mom and dad, can they, you know, I'll, I'll mow lawns, I'll do the paper route, I'll do whatever. You know, I, wanna, I want a coach. Because I think if I would have had a coach, a mentor, somebody like that. Um, I mean, before I left high school, I was a single-digit handicap. I was pretty darn good. Uh, we had a lot of kids way better than me at our high school, which was weird. But um, I would have gotten coached, and, and I think I would have progressed enough. I, I probably would have been able to play at the college level. I think that would have been, that would have been really cool. And I look back, and I think, you know, I just... I, for some reason, I wanted to do it myself. I wanted to learn myself and, you know, figure it out for myself, uh, which was dumb. So that's my like, that's my kind of like one event, one thing that, that knowing what I know now, I would have done over. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We that's one of the, that's one of the first things. Wanna... I mean, the only what thing is. What if I would have done this? Well, right. But the thing is, if I would have done that, I'd be on the tour right now and I wouldn't be able to be on this pod with you. So I don't know. It's a real, like, it's a real double edged sword. It's a catch 22. It is. It is. So I, you know, whether that should have happened, I don't know. Right. I mean, everything happens for a reason. Because, like, you know, had my porn career taken off like it should have, I would have never met Liz, never had Justin and Nick. Right. And the whole world changed. Your life would have been empty. Right. But now it's just exactly. it's fulfilling and you're happy and absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, so, but it, it is an interesting what if. Right. So, you ready to rate this? <sighs> Unfortunately, yeah, Dave, but it means episode 91's coming to a close. I think we should do 92, 93, 94, 95, 96. Right now? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Insert eye roll emoji here. <laughs> Insert very big eye right. roll emoji. So, the listeners know full and well, I've come up with a 388 and a 4.0. I do like Mr. Moeller's donation of Helltown better than Aphrodisi, no, um, I'm sorry, better than Thunderhop, which I rated 3.88. Do I like it better than Aphrodisiac? And that's the catch 22, David, because they are black and white, night and day, tomato, tomato. So my rating is going to be higher than 3.88 because I like Helltown better than Thunderhop. Do I let, let me have one more. Let me have my last poll to see if I like it better than Aphrodisiac. Well, 
breathless anticipation. And unfortunately, Mr. IPA has slowly drifted off into the uh, world of stouts and porters <laughs> because I cannot give Helltown a four. Like it very much. Like it better than Thunder Ups. I'm going to go three nine five. Three nine five. Okay. But my wow. favorite beer of the night is the Aphrodisiac from Cranker's Brewery in Big Rapids, Michigan. So the 85 IBUs is a little too bitter for me. I would prefer the Thunder Hop at 65 IBUs. And and this is one of the few where the IBUs actually I think are are dead nuts, you know, right All hit right. the nail on the head. And that's why I, I think that's why I liked it so much because right. we have even with all our IPAs, we yeah. haven't had that in a while. Yeah, and you like you kind of like the yep. uppercut to the Both. jaw, yep. the little pop yep. to the temple. Um, whereas I'm I'm not quite that guy. I like the IPA taste, but the Thunder Hop is more up my alley. So I gave it a, a nice, healthy 3.65. All right. Solid rating. Your least favorite of the night, though. Correct. My second favorite of the night... And where do our fine folks at Untapped come in at? All right, well, a lot to choose from because it's 10,200 check-ins. And they came in damn near literally right smack dab in the middle of us at 3.79. Oh, okay. So, I mean, right. I, I was 395, they and were 379, and you were 365. That makes sense to me. As it does to me, so... But, David, alas, it comes to my least favorite part of this podcast. But you do it so well. I know, but it doesn't make it any easier, buddy. As I look down the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home. <laughs> yeah, but you got to get the heck up out of here. <laughs>